Welcome to Film Study, an all-American podcast with Lexi. I'm Lexi. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, all of the things, and subscribe to CTV, Kaya's channel, uh, because Carmen, Kaya, and I are talking about Jordela and all that is them today. <laughs> Y'all ready? Ready? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, off the bat, off the bat, uh, I have a fun question. When did you, when did you start to ship Jordala? Not why, but just when did you start to ship Jordala? Carmen, do you want to go first? Um, was it during the summer? I think it was during the summer. It was definitely, I think, after season three. Mm -hmm. Um, so probably, I think it was during the summer. Like after season three, the summer. If I'm not mistaken. Got it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Forget I said let's not do why. Why? <laughs> why I start shipping them? Yeah, very briefly. Very very briefly. Um, Lexi, she forced me. That's um, not correct. She was like, either you gonna light your day love or we're gonna have some problems. So that's how it happened. No, seriously. No, I just, you know, I think it was somebody posted the end of something, and I never realized, like, how much Jordan really cared for Layla and the way he carried her. And so, like, watching some edits and watching some old clips, I was like, I just fell in love with them. Just like, they were so cute. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Kaya, what about you? This is why we fell in love, or when? Or when both? and why. <laughs> both. Um, when. You know what's crazy? Because oh, we're going to throw this out there. We're going to throw it out there. Cotillion, when. <laughs> Kaya, you're about to have everybody coming for us in the comments. <laughs> no, look, 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 look. <laughs> Listen, I'm going somewhere. People follow me. Look, I'm going somewhere. I'm following. Cotillion, when Spela was still kind of a thing, you know, it was like, mm, they're going to get back together. I don't really see it, but then I could see the potential there. And then I saw the way my man's jaw came up to our girl at the Cotillion, making sure she was good. He walked her in. I said, look how they look, how she looks on his arm. He's checking on her during a dance. And then the little look he gives her at the table, I said, wow, I think I see a little something there. <laughs> but I, I wasn't like fully there all the way. Um, but at the end of season three, with, oh, it was the wedding, the, the wedding that did not happen. I said, wow, well, <laughs> look at this conversation. She knows him. <laughs> she knows. They have history here. Like, this is a friendship since childhood that has grown into something so beautiful. And that was like my, my real eye opener right there. I said, yeah, they're going places. And I like that for both of them, you know? It, it's a beautiful thing to see. Blossom. Same. Same here. I think um, when did I start shipping them? The Cotillion. The Cotillion. When did I uh, realize that they actually were going to be a thing? Probably like 309 when he said you're the strongest person I know. And why? I just love how Jordan is there for her constantly and that's probably why I ship them. Um But let's get into their history a little bit. So, obviously, I don't think uh, people pay attention to this much, but Jordan 
has always been checking for Lilo Loki. <laughs> Yes, he has. Yes, he has. In season one, guys, be alert for Lay. For Lay, yep. Lay. Yep. Facts, 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 facts. And um, you know, you see this in the pilot. He's watching her, and we just sort of see it again, sort of slowly in the background, um, till we get up to the cotillion, and there's actually just very solidly, solidly there something there, uh, with them, um. And this was after, actually. This was after he, you know, when she was away. Go ahead, somebody. I forgot about the cotillion. I forgot about it. Girl, how could you forget about the cotillion? You gotta rewatch that. That is when the first, I wouldn't say I shipped him, but I was like, you know, I wonder. But then it was Mm. like, I forgot. Because I wasn't a later fan (laughs) then. I wasn't a later fan then. No, you were not. It was a few seconds. No, I wasn't. No, you were not. Um, (laughs) and so what I actually went back because I just remember their small moments like I remember him watching her sort of walk away in the pilot episode I remember you know her looking at him in 116 after he finds out about his parents affair and all of that at the party and then you know her messing with Mm -hmm. him as they're playing football in season one like I feel like these are like very small moments that everybody noticed one that I didn't notice that I went back and saw was when he was talking to Olivia about that lollipop. The lollipop. What lollipop? What are you talking about? <laughs> at that when she threw the party and he's eating the lollipop and he's looking at Layla. Oh <laughs> no, I wasn't even thinking about that one, but that's a good point. No, I was thinking but it's about a moment. Um, <laughs> it is a moment. See, look at that. Adding on to their moment. No, I was thinking about the I, it was either 116 or 115 when they're at Chris's house at the party and Jordan punches someone and she's sort of oh, yes. off in the distance. Um, mm-hmm. So I was thinking about that. And then 201 when, you know, she goes to play football with him, right? Like they were looking for Spencer and he wasn't there. Uh, and so she was just like, you know, if you're down a man, like I can join in. I just love that. Um uh, Seen between them, but to that point, there's also the line. Line. he said, We got something better, we got something better. We got we have Layla, Layla. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And that's what I'm saying. And even in this conversation, I'm like remembering some of their moments. Uh, and of course, yes, the birthday party where you know they hug, she's planning. Obviously, he was in the midst of some crazy craziness, as was she. She was depressed, he was having his gross weird version of the bachelor as Liv put it um and so they were both going through things but they they exchanged some looks during that time as well uh but then jumping to right before the cotillion when he was talking to Liv and he was talking to Liv about how uh you know that she needed to be honest with Layla which as we know as we know is a theme with Layla (laughs) that she values honesty and that's something that I didn't even put together until I think this season going back and rewatching that Jordan had said that like you should be honest about honest with Layla um obviously before we get down the line to season three so what did y'all think of think about that and like just their history obviously the cotillion and then you know season three those moments that we've already said I feel like because I it's crazy because I just watched that episode where he was talking to Liv right before the cotillion. 
And to your point of her always wanting honesty, girl, I went back and I've been watching from season one, which let me tell you, it's it's so much of a difference from season one up until where we're at right now, just in terms of all the characters. But from the very beginning with Lele and in season one with um Asher, when they had the party for Spence and, you know, she just wanted to know that his dad and you know he was broke <laughs> she was like it doesn't matter to me how much money someone has you know just be honest and he went on in life <laughs> yeah. anyway again and right. all she wanted was honesty but there's been several moments while rewatching that i've seen that's been something that's constant with her is her just wanting people to be honest with her and so the fact that jor picked up on that and not only that like her at the cotillion with him just seeing that she needed someone in that moment and that she was nervous to go in. You know, this is her first time really out and about since getting out of rehab and everything. And it's just the fact that he picks up on both the the bigger things, but also the little things with her. Like, he notices, and that's because he always be checking. He be looking for her. And I'm like, yes. It's because he got a layar. He got a layar. A layar, like... (laughs) His radar has been set. It's been on. The batteries mm. have been so powered since the very beginning. And I, you can see it. Like, you go back and you see it build up. And it just, it's like he, he changed the batteries at some point because it's so much stronger now. Like, my he man. The she the <laughs> he be on it with her. And it's so nice to see that someone just, just sees everything that goes on with her whether we think so or not and it's even better because what we see isn't everything that they experience together you know it's sideline stories and things that happen behind the scenes that we don't get to know but you know based on the conversation she had with him prepping for the wedding that she has all this she knows all these details about him and that's because they do talk we don't see them talk all the time I mean what they be giving us though it'd be so good but when we do see them talk it's only a little bit of you know, the conversations that they have had their entire lives together. And my man, he knows her. He really do. Right. Right. And I think it's like, not only does he know her, but he also listens. Yeah. Listens and also knows what to say to her at the exact right moments. And, you know, starting from the cotillion to like obviously and we just said pre-cotillion when he's talking to Liv and she hasn't even heard this conversation that he's having but starting from the cotillion to 309 obviously to her then coming to him about it um but we just see this pattern of him just being so mature and you know just telling her what she needs to hear a la you know you're the you're one of the strongest people I know um and so getting into sort of where they are now with season four. <laughs> 401? <laughs> 401? <laughs> can I just say, can I just say, I remember season one when she told Spencer, like, you know, you're you're like the only guy in my life that's like, well, she said honest with me can we right, just yeah. say Jordan is, pro- is jo- can we just say that Jordan is actually being the one that's been proven to be that guy sorry yeah. Les Spencer but he ended up not being that guy no, um, these are facts. but these are facts. Jordan is definitely um, proven to be that guy these are facts period period um, <laughs> and you know not only that you know he he's honest with her 
And as he listens to her, as we've said, what else did he say? Especially in 401, he said, like, you can tell me whatever is going on with you. And I promise you, I won't break. <laughs> that is my line. You know, that is my line. Yes. It's not going to break. <laughs> and, and the fact that she, by the time season uh season four episode one rolls around that she's so trusting of him and this is something that um actually all you know all, all three of us i think at some point have touched on um and have talked about whether it's like i think outside of the podcast but uh just the fact that she didn't even hesitate to tell her tell him what was going on with carrie but that as soon as he said that she sort of just launches in um launches it after he gives his signature like uh Layla with a little eyebrow (laughs) (laughs) um and she just launches in and just is completely honest with him about how she's feeling uh about Carrie which to this point still and we're up to like episode 14 episode 15 to this point he is still the only person that she's talked about Carrie with yes that's right right yeah Besides that <gasps> therapist, but that therapist don't get all the details. <laughs> we don't, we don't see the therapist on. Uh, we don't see the therapist on the. So screen, why do you so guys I- think so? Why do you think Jordan? Why do you think that she talks to Jordan about things and nobody else? About things in general. That was really going on with her, like the things that's really going on with her. I feel like because at this point he's proven to be that person. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say she just trusts him. She, you know, again, just when you're saying these things to a person, you're one of the strongest people I know. Promise you I won't break. It's very, he's very reassuring to her. Reassuring yeah. that he's not going to use this information against her. Um, This is something that I've literally just thought about right now. But I think it might not seem this way, but Layla is really concerned with people's perception of her and that's the whole journey we went on with her in season one um with her putting on this facade of like you know miss popular and i'm perfect and and all of that stuff and so jordan is someone that she can completely be herself with uh that i'm not sure that we've seen her be herself with anybody else other than maybe live um her completely completely uh so yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um my answer yeah. is i think that it's because jordan is the only person that when he check up on her it doesn't feel like she's a checklist for him so what i mean by that is like um i love Liv, but we haven't really got much her and live this season um really not even um third season but even then it's like okay how you doing but it's not like uh really like i'm gonna come back and make sure you're good i'm going to like jordan is like okay i really am concerned about what's going on with you it's not just a checklist for me it's not just that i check on layla today checklist i feel like he deeply cares in a way that everybody else is lacking right i agree with that girl yeah i think 
Y'all know I gotta, I gotta defend my live. Uh, even though yeah, I know you love yeah, her. The famous French chip. We love her equally. We love her. Oh my God. Not even that. But I, um, but yes, also me delivering, uh, defending Layla. Uh, in season three, right, to your point about where we saw this sort of um, breakdown in communication with, with Layla and Olivia. In season three, obviously, we started off the season and what happened in Vegas had already happened by that point in time. Um, and also, Liv- she was dealing with her sobriety as well as everything that was going on with Spencer. And then it was her recovery. And even though Layla was, to be honest, I think one of the only people that we saw there during her recovery period, um, one of the, I didn't say the only, but one of the, <laughs> uh, but it's still, she, you know, Liv had a lot, had a lot going on and then shifting into her relationship with Spencer, they are still, I, I think still in the, in the honeymoon phase uh, of their relationship and very, very connected right now. And so there just hasn't been this, this time that they've had maybe in season one uh, or season two uh, to connect. So in that way, I, I do agree. I think that like, but you know how I feel about the friendship. I always feel like, even before there was a season three, there always been a like and friendship on both ends. So, yeah, we got good moments, but you know, I don't care for the friendship like that. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you and you know, I'm I'm still gonna defend it. I'm still. I know, I know. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I mean, <laughs> like I'm not saying Liv is a bad friend. I'm saying Liv and Layla are best friends to each other, both. Yeah, they definitely, um, definitely could be better. Sorry, so Kaya, you were saying something. Oh, she just shocked me with her comment. You know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I got slapped across the face over here. <laughs> you don't like yeah, Olivia, no, um, <laughs> no, but and again to that point. So yeah, I just think that they're not. Uh, they just don't talk as often uh, as they used to, um, which is, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. But to that point that Jordan really has been the person to, you know, and as we go through the season, right, what did he say? Mm-hmm. He was just like, he's the one that he like, he won't let her build up walls with him. And we saw mm-hmm. that in uh, episode six when he talked to her, even though I do think he crossed the line with the whole Asher, yes. bringing up the Asher situation. Um, but he was just like, you're keeping everybody at a distance. And, you know, she she learned from that, right? By the time we see them in 07, they're having this deep conversation about Carrie and about her letting people in. And, you know, uh, through to, what is it, 412, when she's, you know, there there really are no more walls. Yeah, that was proof that how much he paid attention to her because he it has he has been the only one that really, really pointed out like constantly that she's she's got walls up against people. Right, right. And I thought it was yeah. gonna come up earlier in the season to that point. Um especially after the, the one the only right the on one of the only talks that Layla and Olivia did have. Um, but after her birthday in, in, in two, I thought that somebody was going to point out that like, she's been more, she's been more guarded and it didn't come up until episode six. You mean the scene when Olivia tells her, Jordan's just more, you should feel loved. (laughs) Yes! Stop! Yep, that was too. 
Oh, no. uh, it's still the pause for me. He just, just wanted say. you to loved. Yes. You know, we all do. Mm. Shout out Sam, man. Sam coming through. <laughs> Sam, and listen, come come for Jordana shippers. That's fine because Sam is a Jordana shipper. Yes, <laughs> And she said so a few times. Um but yeah, and so he's he's been the only one that has has um, really gotten her to open up, and we saw that uh, again in in episode seven when they had that prom dance, uh, and especially in episode twelve where uh, we hadn't seen mm-hmm. him for a while, but we get him supporting her as she thinks that her dad is like is sick because he's he's retiring and so I mean, just that whole episode <laughs> she thought he was dying <laughs> yeah she did you're right 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 he's clearly dying no yeah I know. <laughs> that was the best <laughs> um, no exactly and we that's when the, the the mention of the LADAR comes about and again him just knowing what to say to her uh, him and I'm yeah I'm gonna say this him reading her her mind I think that they I do think that they read each other's minds I think that if you go back to their scenes especially uh, over the course of the last two seasons it's really clear even let me say this the last two seasons because I think the cotillion too he looks over at her and he's just like you know blah 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 you know and just responding sort of to what she needs at the moment um but yeah that just continued throughout uh. 12 and he ended up giving her advice not only about her father but about about love in a way why do you now that I'm like thinking about that why did the conversation shift to love like yeah he was talking about her dad but and and the fact that he was in this new relationship uh but why do you think it shifted to love so quickly I feel like he put it out there because he knows how to, he reads her, you know, he's good at reading her. And I think in that moment, because yeah, she's having this so-called thing with Clay. He has his relationship that's long distance relationship. And then the whole situation with her dad and, you know, her dad now finding somebody who he wants to spend the rest of however long he got left. I mean, (laughs) the rest of his life with, and you know, all those things, it all fits in the category of love. Not her and Clay, but in a sense, she's kind of seeing him, you know? Um, right. But love brings- or not love, right? Her making yeah. a decision about whether she wants to continue in this relationship and whether it can go deeper. With Clay, right? Yeah, yeah. That ain't Clay. happening. So I feel like... Going- exactly. It ain't going nowhere. Nowhere. That's what I'm saying is that he was encouraging her. And I think apart from everybody else, right? And, you know, he could have his own reasons. I did see hints of jealousy in 07. But um, he was one of the only people that we've seen interact with her and not push this, you should go with Clay angle. You should give him a shot. Oh, I know. I just want you to be happy. I, um... You know, why don't you go for he it? And did again, it once. He wanna do it twice now. <laughs> but True. did he but did he I don't did he encourage? I think that he was he, not a fan of Clay at first. No, He's never he, been at the at the prom he encouraged her to. No, right. He no, he was just like well, I, I think he because he was just like, What's up with that guy? You know, he's leaning. And he's I think leaning. that he was just encouraging her that 
you know, he, um, that she actually, that, you know, she could explore something. I don't know if that was generally to Clay. I think he was just like, you can explore something and it doesn't have to be a deep situation. But I, don't, I, don't, I never think Jordan has been. It's the Clay. But I feel like he. I, <laughs> Clay was the reason for the topic. <laughs> no, I know. But I think, I I don't think that Jordan was ever a fan of Clay. Just I never say he was a fan. He just a, he's a fan of her happiness. So therefore. Hey, uh, girl. He is. He's a fan of her happiness. Right, right. I'm just saying. Um, Team Jordan. But yeah. <laughs> Team Jordan. But uh, okay, to the original point, though, I think what I was saying that Cl- he hasn't, like, pushed it onto her. He's been saying, you can stay open to whatever you want to do, but the other conversations she's had, namely with Olivia and with Patience, they've been very much like, you need to go for that. That's because he listened. He listened. <laughs> Listen, Linda. <laughs> he listened. He don't. He hear her talk and hear what she say she want and don't want. Everybody else just like, this is what you need. And it's like, no. I mean, I'm going to be wrong. He'll tell her also like, okay, you know. But it's not in the pushy way that everybody else does it. He respects her mind. He respects her mind. She going deep. <laughs> she is. He respects her mind. He respects everything about her. Period. All of it. Ten, ten hours later, he respects her mind. <laughs> well, what do you think about Kaya? What do you think about that, Kaya? about Jordan giving her advice but not pushing her to Clay. See, I don't mind. I know he don't like Clay. Like, he know Clay's only here for a moment. But I feel like he, I don't mind the advice and I actually like the advice because it's it's bringing her closer to him at the end of the day. Like, it's allowing her <laughs> to think more and realize, yeah, nah, this thing with Clay is just a little fling thing for the moment. But you know, the, the things that George talks to her about and gets her to, to think more and think deeper on, I feel like it's it's pushing her to open her eyes as well. Because like you said, she doesn't open up with other people the same way she opens up with him. So the fact that he's the one that she, and we know she listens to him. So the fact that he's the one that's- Right, I was literally just about to say that. <laughs> You know she's taking it in, like <laughs> she—I told you she 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 taking notes. She taking she's, notes. She's listening. Pleasing like, season. I'm yeah. so. <laughs> she can't wait to get back to that combo. <laughs> twelve right, Pop that man. Twelve a.m. in the morning. Twelve some season. Wake him up. <laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I feel like it's it's amazing that he's the one that's giving her this advice because we know she's listening to him. And that she's she's actually right. thinking on it. Right, right. And to that point, um, listening, and I feel like it's uh, another thing that I just thought about right now is like, it's confirmation for her. Because I feel like, you know, before he even had the season's conversation, uh, she told Clay, like, you know, I'll see you in the next day. At night. Like, yeah, uh, she was trying to dismiss him. <laughs> she needed right. to understand she to... that she, she's like, I see you at night. When somebody <laughs> see you at night, 
when the sun bring in the daytime. I'm dead. Not. I'm dead. But to that point, it's like absolute, absolute facts. And this was always, this was uh, in 11. And by 12, she's just like, what does she tell him when they're having that uh, late, conver- uh, the late, late night conversation? What does she tell Jordan again after what she said to Clay in 11? She's just like, then it gets to pleasing season where you decide like, it's just a fun hookup and nothing else. And yep. so then when we get to 13, she it again is like, I thought you understood our arrangement. <laughs> Yeah. So she's been very clear. He did and not I understand think, the assignment. Mm-mm. He did not. He did not. And so, but I think that she's been very clear about her feelings. And I think to all of the, to all of our points about him giving advice, I don't even know if it was just advice. It was just like validating her feelings that she doesn't have to that she doesn't have to want to be in a relationship with this guy. This guy, if mm-hmm. she doesn't want to be. Say it again. Um, say it again. Came... Validating her. She doesn't feelings. have to be in a relationship. <laughs> no, validating her feelings. Her feelings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What she's saying out her mouth. Period. <laughs> right. Period. Continue. Continue. <laughs> you may proceed. Carmen, you're going so hard. You're going so hard for the moment. Um, but to that point. To that point. To that point. Um. Even so, right, that he he's just like, yeah, I love it that you and all Queen B on, on Clay um, and has this whole conversation about, like, even though I did love it, you know, you're sleeping with the guy, but you don't want to you don't want to move forward. And, you know, you're still keeping people at a distance. Um, and that's when they have that whole conversation where we are right now about, like, you know, so you you see that I have walls too she says to Jordan and he was just like yeah I mean everyone has walls and yours are just a little bit higher um but in they have that whole conversation about how you know she doesn't have walls with him and that's because like he doesn't let her um and again I just he he just knows what to say at what time um that she can be receptive to it I think even um even in 306 all the way up until the point that he brought up Asher, she was listening to him. She was taking she was. in everything that she, he was saying. Um, and it you know, it just derailed when he brought up Asher. But for the most part, she she just really listens to him, what we've been talking about. And he, like we said, he validates validates her feelings. And she, you know, returns the favor because then they have that whole conversation about what he was going through as well um, with, with Spencer and Isaiah. So what do you think about, like, their whole balance especially this season of of giving each other advice i think it's a little bit bit more on him giving her advice uh for the most part but what do you think about that i love it because it's just like it shows uh we got to see why they will work you know like because it's not like we have had a constant season of them you know like we didn't get we got little, little little sprinkles over the season but i feel like this season um, the writers have definitely um, went out their way to show us like why they will work, why you know they get each other. So it's just like it's just not coming out the you know like not the time you like well you know up to this season we loved them but this season we really got to see why they will be so great as a couple. Right. Not everyone loves them. 
They'll be okay. They'll be okay. They just in denial. They'll be in denial. It's okay. All the Jordala haters, they have a meeting every Thursday and they serve cookies. Y'all go over there. I'm done. Oh my gosh. I'm just saying, they have a meeting. Jordala haters got a club. They got a meeting. It's not over here. It's over there. They got cookies and sodas. Go get it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because if you, you come in a comment with the Jordala hate, I'm ready. <laughs> Period. You offended the viewers? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Please feel free, free to say what you want to say. Just know I love Jordala. She is prepping. Carmen is still holding this in for ages. <laughs> She's been holding this in for ages, clearly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you don't make me forget. Where are we? <laughs> I know. I don't even remember the question anymore. <laughs> what was your question, Carmen? <laughs> it was my question. Yeah. About no, them who were you responding to? Oh, wait. Oh, it was oh, about the balance. It was about their balance of like giving advice. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Their girl. balance of giving advice this season. It has definitely grown so much more this season and I think what I like the most about it too um which I was thinking because we're like you know not a lot of other people are able to talk to Layla the way that Jor is um or get her to open up the way that he does and I like it because it's like they have their own thing going on this season like I saw moments before season one up until season three of them like small moments that you're you're like oh they'll be cute oh it seems like there might be something there that's coming up and then now season four, where it's like you're getting it, it feels like we're getting it so fast and so slow at the same time. Like we're seeing them testify. Do I'm like for real, yeah. so fast and so slow. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We're we're so <laughs> we see them like the just the way their communication is building more and more, um, and it makes you also want to know conversations that they've had in the past that we haven't seen, that we haven't heard, just because of how this season is progressing with the two of them. And to the point of people not being able to talk to her the way that he does, everyone else has so much going on. Like they have relationships that they're dealing with. They have drama that they're dealing with. Every other person, every single friend in this friend group has something that they're dealing with. And Jorah's like the only one that's really chilly. You know, his girl is off at college he just started college, so he doesn't have the same level of, I guess, responsibilities that everyone else has dealing with, you know, significant others or um, going to jail. <laughs> but so the extra time that he does have. <laughs> going to jail? <laughs> the extra time he has, you know, outside of school, outside of football, He's checking on her. He's making sure she's good. She's doing the same for him. Like, I like that we're seeing them be there for each other and that they can have kind of this, it's not a secret, but it feels like a secret that we're in on, you know, that they're slowly building like this. It's a secret to us. Like, and it's a secret to them, but they just don't know it. But everyone else doesn't see, which makes it even better because I feel like we're getting them at this smooth, steady pace. um, And we're just seeing how their feelings for each other grow more and more over this season and it's it's so nice to see it something that i 
love too is that um to that to your point kaya like she you know she has these walls but as jordan said everybody has walls and hers might be a little bit higher uh i definitely feel like she's in a healthier place than she was with carrie i don't think that she's as um I don't think she's as like risk taking as she was like closer to the start of the season. And I think I think that she's in a healthier place. And to to your point about like everybody having something else going on, the writers did a really good job of like paralleling their stories. To that point about obviously a couple episodes ago, Liv was worried about what was happening with Spencer and the whole time conversation. And Jordan brought up that like him personally. <laughs> Um, couldn't imagine sort of spending his extra time with Simone. Uh, <laughs> Simone Heat. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Couldn't imagine spending his extra snack break time uh, with Simone because of just how how much it would be uh, when they were in when they were in training camp. And you know, without them even talking in eat. that scene. Right, right. But like without Jordan and Layla even talking together in that scene. You know, Layla was just like, oh, I completely understand. So the writers are taking steps yes! to show us that, like, they're on the same wavelength, um, even when they're apart. And I think to that point, it's just like, Layla and Jordan are at similar places in life right now. Um, you know, she's focused on her career. He's, you know, trying to be focused on uh, getting a spot on the team in his own way, connecting with a, connecting with a group and connecting with a team. Um, and they're just not as serious i think in their relationships uh as maybe they once were in the past um so yeah that that's correct. that's how i <laughs> that's how i saw it. um but speaking of that you know jamone is still a thing jordan and simone are still a thing so are they are they okay, well, I'm moving on <laughs> This is a Jordala podcast. I'm leaving it alone. Go ahead. Well, well, now I want to let's hear your thoughts. So, at least on on Jordan's end, why do you say are they? I can't. I can't just do one end. You don't want to the other one. So I'm just open that door. Just just keep going. It's okay. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's we'll talk about it. I'm saying, like, are they really a thing at this point? I mean, like. She on the other side of the world. He's on this side. They're building two different lives outside of each other. You know, it's like... Speak, Carmen. We barely get them. <laughs> we barely hear him mention, you know, when it comes to her. Like, um, I think her and, and Damon's more of a thing now. Like, that's just, what on, that's just what's on my TV. I don't know if I got a special TV. <laughs> but on my TV... I haven't even seen Jordan hold this baby and Damien don't put this whole baby to sleep. But okay. Old baby. It's still a thing. Entire baby. Entire, Entire child. baby. Like, yes. I don't know if I had a special edition or everybody, it was on everybody else's TV too. Did I get a special edition of all, um, all American Homecoming? Or did y'all see not, it too, right? Not a special edition. Okay. Special TVs too, girl. Yes. 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 But maybe that's what this is. Maybe we're all just like Jordala, Jordala, uh shippers are all just watching a different ent- show entirely. Yeah. Now, I, listen, I don't blame them. Y'all hold hold on to y'all ship. Go ahead. Why you go down? You go down with the Titanic. Go ahead. 
They have cute moments, Jimon. Where? They have cute moments. They had cute moments. No, no, no. They had season they had three. They had, they had cute couple. moments. Yes, they did, but it's over. Right. Like it's I think over. they. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. I will say that I don't. I will say that I don't think that they've had as many cute moments this year, especially not in all American. Um, not in all American season four. Maybe even like. Yeah, I'm not gonna touch it because I know Carmen, you're gonna go off. But you know, I jump, I jump right off the cliff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that they have had as many cute moments as they did in season three. Uh, but what and about I you? Get them like two, huh? Oh, like overall? Yes, girl. Overall, I was never a fan. It was never it for me, Jamone. They had cute moments. Yes, you I said was Jamone Ware. What was that, Lexi? Jamone Ware. Jamone Ware. Jamone who? Mm, non-existent. Jam- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not, wait, see, with we had this talk, girl, on spaces. I'm like, the thing with Jamon for me. Oh yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Our spaces. Y'all gotta go I listen to that recording. On look, Jamon. Um, see, they they were never working for me, and I think Jor knows that because the way she got him. Was not in an honest way. <laughs> My man, he was over here trying to become a better man because he thought he was about to be daddy. It didn't click. Jamon just did not click. And so the cute moments, yeah, they were cute every now and then, but it always felt like something that was just temporary, nothing that was going to stay. And I knew it wasn't going to stay. And now that she out, she ain't coming back. Not for him. Yeah. They was who they needed to be for each other at the time. But it was never like a forever yes. thing. Like, I think her because it helped him grow a little bit, you know? Yeah. We, we saw the kind of person he could be, like the kind of man he could be because he was about to step up. He said, Dad, I'm about to be a daddy out here. I'm a little bit scared, but oh, I do it. And my man was going <laughs> to step up to the plate. And... <laughs> I said, look at that, you know? Yeah, to that point, I do think much of Jordan and Simone's relationship is this idea of Jordan being in love with the idea of being a dad and in love yes. with the idea the family. of taking responsibility. Being there for yeah, her. And, and, and being there for her. Right. She had being nobody. There for her, being there for her, especially because his family life had been not the best at the time, right? With mm-hmm. his parents, uh, mm-hmm. Billy's affair. And so it really was, I don't want to say this word, but almost escapism for him um, to say like, now I have this situation and I'm going to step up and I've been trying to become a leader anyway. And so it just hit him at the perfect time. And while I do think that they have cute moments and I and I, I, ship, I ship them here and there, maybe at the end yeah. of the 306, <laughs> maybe at the end of the year six but their relationship to me to that point has always been temporary and I think that they I say that because their cute moments would always be preceded by and followed by just miscommunication amongst them um and that's just not something that I see with uh Jordan and Layla and for me I always felt like um at the time Simone just you know, she, the dude who was her baby daddy didn't want to do with her or the baby. Um, and she told us her reason for picking Jordan. You know, she wanted, you know, mm-hmm. to feel that love that, you know, she seen 
what he had and was like, okay, I want that for my baby. It wasn't because she was so in love with him. Nope. And I think for Jordan, like, I, mean, I remember at the time, this is like when he's still going through wanting his daddy approval, wanting to be seen by people. And the fact that Simone thought that much of him to pin a baby, <laughs> to pin a baby on him, I think that he was drawn to that. She was uh, desperate. Yeah, somebody needing Jordan. Come on, nobody needs Jordan. You know, like, <laughs> I love Jordan. Don't get me wrong, but he was really going through that thing with his dad and Spencer. You know, his dad and more Spencer the player. He was going through a lot, and hey, he was needed. He was needed. It was cute. They had moments, but let it go. It's over. <laughs> Let it go. Let it so go. to that point about him being to that point about him being need him being needed, I'm gonna play a little bit of a devil's advocate. What's the oh, difference with Jordan and going. Layla? What do you mean? What's the difference? Because you said he felt he felt needed. Do you think that he feels needed with Layla? And if if that, what's the difference between? Do you feel like his situation? Okay, so I'm gonna flip. It. Do you really feel like Layla make make Jordan feel like he need her? Thank you. I was about to go. <laughs> Did I say that again, though? Do you feel as if Layla really make Jordan feel like she need him? No. Exactly. See, I I see it as with Simone. She made him believe this thing that wasn't true. And that's mm-hmm. why he, he felt the need to step up, why he wanted to be that man she needed to be for this baby he thought was his. Like, she forced him in a way to do that with the lie that she told him. Whereas with Lele, she isn't coming to him. Like, he's the one that's approaching her. He's the one that's inserting himself more into her life and trying to get her to open up and giving her advice and listening because that's just the person he is. Like, she's not the one that's asking him or telling him these things that she needs, he just sees that she needs them or that she could benefit from this friendship, benefit from listening to him or benefit from advice or just benefit from him being around her. And that's why he chooses to do so. Like, it's not something he feels like he has to do, but something he wants to do. And to that point, um, taking it literally from what she said, uh, going back to 309, one of my favorite, not the favorite scenes, if not like my, nah, it can't be my favorite after all the moments we've gotten in season four. But, <laughs> no, it's still high up there. It's still high up there. Not me having a whole conversation with myself. But uh, <laughs> when she said, you know, I'm just tired of people thinking that I'm so fragile and like can't handle the truth, basically is what she said. Um, and when he said you're you're one of the strongest people I know, I think he still has that idea of her. I don't think that he sees Layla as someone who needs to be rescued. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that he mm-hmm. sees her for who she is and for who he knows her to be, which is, you know, a, a very strong, uh, very capable individual and one of his one of his closest friends. <laughs> if not the closest right now. And that, and, that's, and that was my point when you asked the question, like, don't get me wrong, you know, he wanted to be there for Simone also. You know, he, mm-hmm. you know, when Simone was trying to push him away, he was still there. But, like, the difference is, like, she tried to 
plant a whole baby on him. So clearly she needed somebody. Um, <laughs> where with Layla is like she doesn't she doesn't go like she she prefers not to need someone honestly. Yes. Um, yeah, that part. Yeah, and so that's that's Jamon. That's Jamon. Uh, and we already sort of said like where they are now. The last thing I'll say on this really is just that it is really interesting that he said what he said about Simone and not really taking the time out of his snack breaks. We don't know if they get snack breaks still, but or if he has more time to call her, but not really taking that time during his snack breaks. And yet we see him uh, answering the phone call he made at whatever time of night it was, um, going to dropping things to go and help her with her dad, right? Like going to the studio to bring her food. <laughs> and don't forget sitting there eating them but vegetables, suffering through all them vegetables. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh my god. She cooked all them vegetables. Oh <laughs> Facts. <laughs> love their interactions in that episode it's just hilarious oh my goodness um so it's just very interesting um contrast to how he is with simone right now and how he is with layla and with that being said where do we see them going from here to the altar <laughs> Okay, in the future. We need some time to get there, Carmen. Give me a time period. She didn't say like like two months from now. So immediately, (laughs) immediately, where do we see them going in this season? From friends to lovers. I'm done. I've been going back and forth, I tell you. I think I'm going to stick to this one here. Two things. Two things that I would like to happen. That I possibly could see happening. The first being that within the next two episodes, they find out at the same time how the other feels. Well, that they have these feelings for the other person. Um, But they're not trying to act on it. To see the struggle that they go through of, you know, this is someone who you've come to want to talk to on a daily basis. Love. You know they be talking on a daily. Yes, girl, you know that's coming. Someone that you love deep down inside. So when that it hits them you're realizing you're in love with this person so to see them struggle with that we want to see them struggle yes we do to see them struggle with having these feelings and not being able to act on them um and still try to maintain that friendship I see Jor being that person to try to like keep her in his life as a friend because you know (laughs) oh Simone um but Lele being the one to pull away for some time um, and then Facts. I feel like by season finale, we'll have that moment where, you know, they can't deny it. Simone, she won't be out the picture by season finale. She's going to be gone. Um, so that'll give them an opportunity <laughs> in the finale to to have that moment, not to get together officially until season five, but to have a moment where it could possibly lead to like a kiss, you know, something that brings them together. And they're like, wow, this is different. This is new for us, but we kind of like it. Um so we'll see where this goes, and then it'll pick up season five. But my other one that I'm kind of pushing hard for, too, is Lele being the one to have it hit her. And 
Jor, you know, I feel like Jor, we're seeing him develop these feelings over time now, slowly, but he's not, like, fully realizing them, because, you know, he, he be kind of ditzy sometimes, he do, um, he, it's not fully hitting him, and I think for Lele, it'll fully hit her, especially after the combo with her daddy, because, come on, Papa JP was speaking facts to his baby, he all right, he forgot to talk about that, my man said, do not close your heart, baby girl, open it, open it, let love in, I said, yeah, girl, let it in, I know, daddy's be knowing, he saw he said, yeah, baby, open your heart. So I think that conversation and the fact that she called him, oh, come on, daddy said, open my heart. Let me call him, see if he picked up. And he picked up for her. Daddy said, open my heart. Yes, <laughs> daddy said, open my heart. Not only, not only uh, daddy said, open my heart, but daddy knows who Jordan is now. Yes. That's that in and of itself. Look at that. We done came okay, so far since Vegas. <laughs> right. We haven't come so far. So now, to, I feel like she'll be that person. It'll hit her first. She'll, once again, you know, lately she can't really deal with that kind of stuff. Emotions like that be hitting her hard sometimes. So she's going to try to book it from him for a little bit. And my man, he going to, Jordan's going to be the persistent type. He's going to come and get his woman. He's going to run her down. Like, girl, you putting the walls back up with me? No, 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 we can't have that. Um, But I still think it'll take until the finale of this season for them to for something, a moment to really happen with them, for them to progress in this relationship. But yeah, Simone about to be out. Season finale, no, episode before the season finale, because we need season finale to focus on Jordala, taking that next step, um, and then we can go full-fledged with them in season five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Carmen? Um, Did you want to round us out? You want me to say it? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, again, Kai and I have talked about this extensively um but two two lines of thought here one that i think is going to happen that layla will uh come to a realization about her feelings within the next two or so two or so episodes uh and you know again she's gonna run she's she's gonna she's gonna and maybe not run she's gonna avoid she's gonna avoid she's gonna not put herself near near jordan um so we're gonna get that for a little bit he's gonna try to talk to her again. I do think that they, Jordan and Simone, will break up. I'm going to say two episodes before this finale. Uh, and again, I do think, like, there's going to be a moment, a moment that is, like, very, very clear what it is, shifting into romantic for both of them um, in the finale, uh, as they both sort of start to become aware of their feelings. Something that I would just personally like to see, because I think it's an interesting story to tell, is them both coming to the realization about their feelings at the same time um and then them sort of having a conversation even if it's not necessarily like on the surface level about their feelings but just like oh we've been spending too much time together like we should we should cool off um so that kind of deal i don't know if that's gonna happen but i just think it would be would be fun and of course it's something that kai didn't mention but it would also be really cool if they find some way to integrate sabine and patience into the story because I yes sabine's finding out first sabine's finding out first if anybody in their friend group is gonna find out first i think it's gonna be patience um but yeah those are those are my thoughts and and my wants um but i would love to see them both sort of come to the 
come to that conclusion about their feelings at the same time. All right, Carmen, take the floor. You said I'm ready. I've been preparing for this. Come on, no, girl. no, no. I just changed my mind. I decided I don't got no expectation for the season because if the writers let me down, I'm gonna fight. So, Carmen, do not do not hype me up. Let's go. Let's go, girl. I so therefore. I'm just gonna just watch. Oh, tomato, tomato, no. tomato. <laughs> um, ending on a kind of chaotic note there, but those those are our thoughts. Hope you enjoyed this episode and stay tuned for the next one. Thanks for listening.